Welcome to The Ash, our Ghosts Real podcast. Here we share the stories of our listeners and the paranormal experiences they have encountered. We have all heard the bump in the night and seen the shadow in the corner of the room. Here are the stories from the people who have witnessed it firsthand, so sit back and listen to the stories that Ash and his guests have in store for you. Hello and welcome to the latest instalment of the Ash A Ghost Show podcast. Today I've got the Essex Ghost Hunters as Russ. Um, he kindly joined me on my first ever episode and he's back again today. How you doing Russ? Hi there guys, you alright? How you doing? Not too bad, I, don't, I think we're doing okay. Um, it's, a bit of a, it's a bit of a weird one today because we're not going to just discuss in a specific place but we want to be discussing the um, Enfield poltergeist and it the height of it, it was massive. So essentially for two years, and in all honesty, this is probably the most famous paranormal phenomena recorded on British soil. It was, that it's, it's been made into films, TV shows, worldwide news have seen it. Uh, and it's all from a little council house in England. <laughs> so yeah. that's, that it is, definitely holds its, it definitely holds its name. Yeah. It definitely holds its name. So, from, 19, from 1977 to 1979, um, two sisters, Margaret and Janet, were pretty much the main focal point for this paranormal activity. Uh, and it pretty much revolved around them, wouldn't you say? Yes. And it was one in particular, wasn't it? Wasn't there one that really I think stuck it was Margaret. Out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I, I, I know that there was reports of like disembodied voices, loud noises... Toys were thrown, there was overturned furniture, and apparently uh, the sisters were floating. Um, so it is one that, obviously, it was two years this was covered for, obviously by Morris Groves, probably one of the most uh, famous paranormal investigators, due to his name being tied with the, uh, the Enfield Portergeist. So I think it'd be quite good to discuss it this time, instead of going off on one of our stories and discuss, but it, it, it's one of those ones where you just think, did things affect the, the research into it and the investigation? I, I'd like to know if, the, if I was, if you know, if it was me looking into this this case, so to speak, um, I'd love to know what the it was built on, the foundations was built on, what it was yeah. previous to what the house was built. Mm. That would be my, you know, my first mm. sort of beeline into yeah. it because. We don't know what we're, you know, all these houses are built over time and churchyards and churches are much bigger. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it was a churchyard, that's not what, yeah. but um, you don't know what's necessarily underneath that property. You know, no. you don't know what was hidden, if there was anything that was hidden. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people back then, they like to do like the witches' bottles and place witches' bottles underneath their doorsteps and, you know, build them into their house for good luck to keep witches away. You know, was that present somewhere in the house? Yeah. You know, it, it, it does take that. As you say, it is a very unique place because it's not something that it's not a castle. It's not mm-hmm. a fault. It's, it's a, just a plain old council house. I suppose yeah. it's a little bit like the one up us. Um, is it East in, in Pontefract, isn't it? A little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, East drive. No. I think it is. That's it. Yeah. East drive. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit like that, to be fair. You don't really know yeah. until you sort of 
probably they're brave people though moving into it yeah I, I'd like to two years as well yeah and I'd like to I wonder you know if you could question the people in there now I suppose exactly. they know what they've moved into yeah exactly um, exactly it's, 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 it's one of those ones where you think that I suppose though that you can't visit it because obviously people live there but yeah. why why would you move into something that you know has got no paranormal history you know that it has a worldwide media attention so obviously you either don't believe in it at all and you just think it's a load of old crap yeah. <laughs> or you're, you're interested in it and you want to find out more and that it doesn't phase you if, if anything did happen there but when you with obviously <laughs> as i said the media coverage for this has been massive i know that hollywood have got involved the conjuring 2 was based on the enfield uh, poltergeist and i know that a few years ago sky did a little uh, drama about it. I think that had Timothy Spall in it, and that, that was quite yeah. a, that was quite a good coverage of that I, side I, of I it. Admit, I agree with you there. Yeah, I do. I, I remember watching it. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple of things that you sort of yeah. frowned at, and but yeah. you know, for it, it seemed to be quite a, you know, it was yeah. what I called it. It wasn't Hollywood style. No, no. I think it was Hollywood. Done right. Yes. Yeah. No, I totally agree there. Totally agree. And I think with um, Timothy Spall, he played the role of uh, Morris quite well. Morris Gross was obviously the lead investigator on this. But do you think, though, that with, with, with the media, do you think the media affected it? Massively. Mm. Um, around that sort of time, um, this, sort of, that, this sort of paranormal thing was quite big. Yeah. Um, you know, any little story, as you know, we were sort of talking off air, yeah. You know, look at the today's newspaper compared yeah. to what it was back then. Yeah. This story probably would never have made the front of the Sun newspaper no. like it probably did back then. No. You know, we're too busy in sort of what celebrities slept with, whatever celebrity or yeah. COVID-19 at the moment. And, you know, Brexit previous before that, it's very, it's very sort of high end what, you know, what people want to hear. Yeah, definitely. But it would you know, how it was a front page headline back then, it'd probably get one little column somewhere. Yeah, yeah. In I the think, back. I think going back to our first podcast we, we did, which was my first ever podcast, and I appreciate you coming on for it, it was the, um, you've only got to think, the Daily Mirror covered that 40 years prior to this. And that made, well, like you said, I think the Warrens came to that, to, to, to Borley Rectory. And I think they also yeah. came to Enfield as well. I'm, I I'm, do believe there is, there is, there is, tangents that they did visit the place i'm yeah. not sure if it was as high um, profile as uh yeah but i think because that's quite interesting mm. yeah definitely. i find that quite interesting to be fair because the warrens were quite big yeah within the paranormal world if yeah. they're you know yeah. you know that a lot of people it's marmite with the warrens that they either believe it or they don't yeah um but there wasn't much coverage via the warrens no so does that you know, does that give you an inkling that, you know, all wasn't necessarily correct? Yeah, or... yeah. Because obviously, if the Warrens did come over and this has been covered by the media for two years, they'd be, go they'd be throwing, they'd be going to the media themselves saying, oh, we've researched this place and it's absolutely totally haunted yeah. or there's paranormal activity. But maybe they didn't want to be tied to it because they might have felt a bit embarrassed by what was actually going off. 
yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you there. I, I totally agree. That, that's, where my, that's where my question mark will sit with that whole situation. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think that's the thing as well. Obviously, with this podcast itself, and what I've, I've stated before, like, we don't want to just sit on... I, well, I, I, I don't want to sit on the fence of yes or no, and I don't want to lean to one side. But I think this is a one where we can actually discuss it, where there is... Is, is it has it been is it been a hoax? Is it the media swaying it, or is it the girls swaying it? But it is, it, it is one where we, we've probably talked for hours on this. But I think what I think we'll, where we'll go next with it is what? How do you think the girls themselves, Margaret and Janet? Do you think they played on it? Yes, yes, I do, I do, and I do believe I, I do believe in recent times that one of them has come out and said a lot of it was hoaxed or faked or whatever and not to say it all was because you know I don't necessarily I do believe that there was a medium that actually went in there and transfigured or you know used the the demonic voice now for that to happen she was either very well in on it but as far as I could read that she sort of went and very quickly went and never said anything else ever again yeah I yeah, um, but no, I do believe that the girls were very much in it and sort of just, just harping back to the paper side of it. I think the money was, a, you know, money was yeah. probably good back then. Yeah, God, yeah, God, yeah. Um, so, you know, they were probably getting, you know, I know mum was there, mm. you know, mum was getting paid for this these stories. Mm. And then, you know, what we'll say like child bribe and you get a new yeah. Dolly Pram or a new teddy bear. Yeah. You know, back then that was quite big. Yeah, God, yeah. I think obviously. Um, um, so I think they probably was, you know, in my eyes, it was a little bit. It was heavily, heavily sided with hoax. Yeah. But with something definitely there. Yeah, I think I'd have to agree um, because you can't do an investigation for two years, and then all of a sudden say it's fake because it all started. And I don't think I mentioned it so far Is basically, I think what had happened was the, uh, the mother of the two, uh, two of the kids in general said that she saw furniture moving. So she rang the police. I don't know why she rang the police. I don't know what the police could have done with the floating furniture, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the policeman turned up and he saw it with his eyes as well. So this, this is, that's where it's got the credibility because it's got, it's got, the law come into someone's house and saying, yeah, I can see that. And then it was just a snowball that rolled, that just rolled down this massive hill and got really out of control. And then <laughs> I've said Hollywood movies, TV turned up, but I think it, it, it's, it's, it's a hard one to nail down. And I, I personally, for me, I do think majority of it was attention seeking, like you said, but I think from there you have to then go, yep, the girls probably did play on it a lot. The media didn't help, but I think from there did Morris Gross and uh, Guy Leon Playfair, could have they done better on the research and the investigation or do you think they handled it quite poorly? Once again, I think it all goes back to what silver has been crossed in their palm. Yeah. Um, if you know, you know, we, we we look at the, you know, we go back to that sort of Borley Rectory sort of case mm. as well, and yeah. you know, there was that, you know, there was was there was there a bit of hoaxness going on there with 
um, oh God, I can't forget his name, Harry Price. Yeah. Now, if you watch some of the programs about his investigations where he staged things, mm. you know, was it, was it attention seeking back yeah. then? And, but it also, it made good media. Yeah, definitely. definitely. It made, you know, around that sort of time, I suppose, mm. you know, telly wasn't that big, was it? And, yeah. you know, we've got, we've got a lot more to sort of pass the time away. Yeah. now than probably what they had back all them years ago. So if they're getting their, you know, their money's worth, so mm. to speak, you know, they all could have been on yeah. it for, for all we know, you know, yeah. we can sort of sit here and speculate, mm. but the evidence to me heavily sides with sort of a bit of tomfoolery. Yeah, definitely. I, I, yeah. Um, I, I, I would go out on a limb and say that, 70 to 80 percent of it i'd say was a hoax yeah i, I do think obviously like we always say there's got to be something there's always a fire that well i can't even know the saying now i'm not much of in a tangent of it um basically there's something that's lit this and it's yes just... i should I, I i agree i should think she's just probably the mother or the yeah. daughters yeah. around you know they all you know young children mm. um minds are not necessarily um, they've not been wiped yet. Yeah, you know. So if they're seeing something, like when we when I do my teachings and things like yeah. that, you, when you see you see the little girls and little boys, and they go, "I've got my imaginary my imaginary yeah. friend." Yeah. Most of the time, it isn't an, it is an actual spirit they're seeing. Yeah. It's because their minds have yeah. not been you know like yeah. the mum or dad will go, "Oh, don't be silly. You haven't you seen can, anything yeah. so, like that." So so. Just going there. So you've actually spoken to kids though that have uh, seen imaginary friends and pe- and obviously yes, asked- I've had, I've, a lot of my friends will ring me up and say, "Oh, so and me little girl's seen a little boy playing on the stairs." Yeah, and you sort of go, "Well, yeah, they will do because their mind is learning. Yeah, it hasn't been closed off by the negativity that yeah. we as humans, you know, if yeah. you know how many people." would be frightened of that. So yeah. the little girl come down the stairs and said to mummy and daddy, Oh, I've got a man in my room. Yeah. How many, how many parents would be a little bit freaked out at that and go, Oh, don't be stupid. There's yeah. no one in your room. Um, so that's almost, it's almost closing the mind down. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's I, I think as well. And I know you discussed it last time, especially like with, with the spirit guide. Um, do you think though, like if just for an example, if you went to obviously past the end of the house itself, if you, if what I'm trying to get is with your with the spirit guide itself, does it appear when it feels some? Does it appear next to you when it feels something? Yeah, if, if I was to stand outside that house, I, I'd get a sense of something. Not if there was something yeah. right or wrong there. Yeah, I probably couldn't tell you exactly what it is till yeah. I got into sort of yeah. the aura of the house. Yeah. But I reckon I'd say 90% of my team would go there and they'd give you an answer. If they stood at the gate, yeah. looked at the house, they would give you an answer, yes or no. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Because I think, I think that's the thing as well, is that with, with, with Guy, I don't think he was an actual investigator, if I remember rightly. I think he was more leaning on the journalist side of things and he came to investigate with... Uh, 
Morris, because obviously Morris was... To fair, Mar- Morris was quite a... It was quite, uh, I'd say, a lovable character as such, because, like, he, he, he seemed like the perfect investigator that got put into this madness of media. Well, as much of a hoax as we could probably say it is. And then, obviously, I think for him, it probably... It harmed his career a lot. Yes, I, I, I would say so because I think I wouldn't like to say he sold out. No, because I don't want to take it that far. No, but once he got down that line, I, it's almost say I can't go back. Yeah, you get to a certain point, and he's gone. You know what? I have now got to carry through with this, no matter yeah. what happens, because if it comes out now, I faked it. I'm going to yeah. be, and it and you know, God rest his soul, mm. that, you know, it's only recently come out that it could have been hoaxed. Yeah. Which is, um, which is sad. Obviously, I think, I'll probably not, probably have to do some more research into it myself, but like Morris said, this like, how old would Morris have been roughly when he did this investigation? It had definitely been in the uh, 50s, I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah, he, he, I think he was sort of, yeah, <laughs> So we're only going by the portrayal of sort of yeah. what was online. Media, so I'd say it was yeah. around that that mid, you know, early fifties, late forties, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he built up a reputation for him to even go there. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I don't know if I've got it wrong, but no, but but did he go there at first as sort of like a, um, or was there something to do with a healthcare worker, or yeah. like you know, like I, social yeah, I, service? Social yeah. services, yeah. what we would call social services. Yeah. I think you're right. I think obviously the the mum the herself was quite worried about the kids. She thought they were playing up and they were. Well, I think the daughter was actually pretending she was in pain. I mm. think I, th- I don't know if it was like like say a healthcare worker or a social services worker, but like th- this well phenomena where she was. Th- this is where this is the thing because you would not hoax being in ag well i don't know I had this is this, this is the funny thing would you hoax being in absolute bitter agony at 11 12 years old for attention for two years worth of media and coverage of your house on worldwide news and then it just to go completely dead yeah i i, I, I do see your point and you know, you can look at some of the photos online, can't yeah. you, to yeah. see like the sort fl- of some of the contortionist positions yeah. that the young yeah. girl got into. Yeah. Um, I don't know how easy back then it was to, you know, manipulate photos as yeah. it is as easy as today. Um, but the, the photos that you see are, you know, are quite spine-chilling. It, it is. It, it is, because a, a kid of that age shouldn't be doing that. No, and you sort of look at it again. Mm. Um, you, you shouldn't be forcing your children to do it if there is something yeah, that yeah. The mother is involved with. No. Um, do you think, but do you... If I just throw a curveball in there. Yeah. Um, now, when you talk about, like, we talk about sort of like these poltergeists and yeah. demonic possessions, a lot of it is sort of from. You know, we're 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 looking at it as maybe that the the, the daughters were possessed. Yeah, that's what was what moving. But yeah. if the mum is is making the child do that, mm. then there's nothing to say that the mum wasn't actually possessed and was forcing the children to do it. Yeah, that's, it's, um, it, it's, it's, it was it's, it. 
as much as media protection or as media public, how much public attention this case got, not many prying eyes were allowed in that house. No, no. Which is, it's, it's one of the best topics to discuss because of things like this. And I think. (laughs) It's the, the thing that really gets me is if it was that haunted. Yeah. It's still being lived in now. Yeah, exactly. Right. If we if we look at like obviously you've got Thirty East Drive. Yeah. No one's living in that. No. And I don't know if you've ever heard down um, in the Essex area that there's a place called the Cage in St Osiphs. Ah, yeah. And it's yeah. a witch's prison. Yeah. Now the lady has just sold that mm. after I'd say about five years of trying to sell it. Mm. And, you know, it's taken a lot for it to be sold. Yeah. Well, and I, th- I think another good case of that is, um, I know in Wales, there's Pless Tag, if I, I'm pronouncing it right, which is this massive um, castle as such. And it obviously was passed through the family. And then this woman bought it. I can't remember her name for the life of me. And she's she's not restored it or anything like that. And she's getting on a bit now. And I think, a few couple of years ago, it was up for sale at like a million. Obviously, it's a national heritage centre, but I think it's probably one of the most haunted places in Wales. No one wanted to buy it. No one at all. That, that's you know, and that's what I that's what I see. If it, the place was haunted, surely we would be getting, you know, little dribs and drabs of yeah. things that are happening within that house. Mm. Even now, yeah, definitely. And apparently, that as well. Sorry, Ash. Sorry. Yeah. So, I, I, basically, I think like the the recorded spirit, and probably what you have seen as well on the uh, on the TV programs and thing like things like that, is that I think it was the male homeowner who previously lived there was the entity that stopped in the uh, residence and was the uh, was the ghost, and was the poltergeist who affected it. And I think that's the way. I think it was Sky that portrayed it, and it was a. Uh, it was a good way of doing it because it was more that it wasn't <laughs> the Hollywood glitz and glam of jump scares or anything like that. It was just yeah. a bloke who died there with his wife. He died after his wife de- died. And that's where you start thinking, this is a man who's lost, lost his wife. He's depressed. He's probably sad. He's, he's lost everything in life. And his happiest memories are probably in that house with his wife, with his family. And that's where his spirit probably is at rest, but it couldn't rest because the latter years of his life were quite depressing. Yeah. But uh, being, obviously being a spiritual person, yeah, I actually find that I understand that he's depressed and I understand that he's yeah. sad and all that, but I don't know if he would take it to the extent of mm. hurting children. Mm. And that's yeah. where I would think, you know, in, I, I know, uh, as a it's a podcast but to the viewers yeah. that me and ash are doing this by a video call and mm. if you look at my property that i'm sitting yeah, in, yeah. um i moved here four years ago yeah and the previous tenant died in here yeah i haven't had any problems no i know who she's about yeah and i know she's unha- what well, she was unhappy yeah. because as she was treated by the family mm. but she's never ever done anything to harm me no and I just think you know we we yes there's going to be there's going to be spirit out there that are really angry. I'm not saying that, mm. um, but to harm children and 
place things, you know, the so-called chairs and the cupboards opening yeah. and everything. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say yeah. yes or no to that one because that would be um, wrong of me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I completely agree. And I probably wouldn't do it myself. But it's more of the fact that, like, I think I think what it could have started out of as is, like, maybe the chair floated or, say, that there were the knocks on the doors and there was knocking on the walls. And it was just, like, more of, like, a... Not, like more more teasing and did the, the girls just like literally just go straight to that play on it and like and I'll, I'll be honest with you i think you're probably the best person to ask on that but can you wind up a ghost yes. that much that it just that just well doesn't want to play ball for a start and that can cause harm to you and i know we, we, you've said to me previously that you've had stones and rocks thrown at you and things like that but if you've got two teenage girls just teasing you, pretending that they're being possessed, and then it could switch between them just playing up and then it happening, or do they enjoy of the do they like the? It's, it's such it's such a hard thing because obviously the teenage girls that crave obviously either craved attention or just needed attention. I know that this 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 is another thing that I'd like to bring up as well. It was just the mum as their parent that lived with them. They had no father figure. And this reported entity was a, was, was, a, was, was a man. So did they see it as like play fighting? Or did you see, it's, it's one of them ones where it, it's quite a weird one to discuss that side of things. But it could just go down any route. And that's what I find fascinating about this. Yes. I, I'll answer your first question. Yeah. Yes, you can wind spirit up. Um, do you wind them up to the point that they attack you? Possibly, mm. possibly. I've never wound a spirit up to the point no. that it's attacked me. Yeah. Um, but but that's not to say that can't happen. Yeah. I'm not say that can't happen. Yeah. Well, I would say this though: you're a trained and professional paranormal investigator. These are teenage girls. That's what yes. I'm like. Just a yeah, throw no, in. There. Yeah, they, they could be. They could, you know, could well be. Um, yeah, back then I told rules were different then back, yeah. wasn't they? You know, yeah. children were supposed to be in their place, and yeah. you know the women. You know, don't don't hold me to this, ladies listening. But women were supposed to cook their father the meal, yeah. and it was very much the man was the breadwinner back in yeah. them days, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. So if the girls were a little bit unruly, yeah, why can't you know? There's nothing to say that spirit would get angry that there is no the mother is letting them run riot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think this is what you I'm know, trying then, to get at. Yeah. Would there be a point? The only thing that would get, the only thing that got me was this, that whole, is the contortion positions. Yeah. That, that's, that to me, if I was to see that now, yeah. and if I was working on a case and seeing that now, my mind would take me straight to the demonic. Yeah. Rather than a poltergeist or anything like that. Yeah. Um, that's what that's where i that's where i sit with it i would see me if i took that case on and i'm going on the evidence that has been given to us yeah yeah, yeah. to me that would have been a demonic possession and it would have been probably i know it's very hard to do it nowadays and in especially in this country is that if it was that bad you know a priest would need to be i think a priest did go i think i think that one or two I, I, I do remember a priest. 
I say, I remember the priest in the episodes. Yeah. Um, was um, they there or wasn't they there? Yeah. I don't know. I think um, I think I think there was definitely an exorcism or two taking yeah. place there. But I'd I'd like to ask you as well. I, I know it's not the nicest of questions, but have you ever come across something demonic or sort of seriously yes. dark? Yes, yes. We, um, you know, I, the demonic is with me. There's I'm very chalk and cheese. Yeah. So there's good and there's bad. Mm. And the bad side is a demonic presence. So that's a fallen angel that has, is trying to get to the earth plane. Yeah. And when I talk about a good spirit, I yeah. tarn everything with the same brush. Even though I say it's yeah. a good spirit, yeah. you know, I'd put a murderer, a rapist, a normal person in yeah. that side because it's lived and walked the earth plane. Yeah. But a demonic hasn't walked the earth plane. And that's how I see it. Yeah. That's not to say my word is gospel out there, guys. Um, But the telltale signs, once again, um, is young children in spirit. Yeah. Um, Demonic can twist a young child. They would use a young child over an, an adult. Yeah. Because if you're in an investigation or you're walking around doing a ghost hunt or whatever, and you see a little child sitting on the bench in spirit, yeah. everyone goes, oh, how nice is that? Yeah. So it's manipulating. It can manipulate you at the lowest point. Mm. If you was to see a spirit sitting on that bench, you would talk to it very quickly. Yeah. And you wouldn't get that same sort of sadness for it. No, no. With a child. And that's how the, the demonic work. They come in at very low entry and manipulated points. Yeah. And that's where I'm sort of drawn to maybe Morris. Was it Morris Green you said, wasn't it? His yeah, name Morris, was Morris, Morris, Morris Gross, yeah. Um, and I think he may have been manipulated by that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He may have been, you know, if he may have never worked with a demonic presence before. No. He could have been manipulated into, a, you know, and once I said, going back to a previous comment, once you're down that line, yeah, you've gone past the halfway point. Yeah. It's not, it's not easy to turn back, and you have to go for it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's, it, 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 especially like I say with, with with the demonic thing, you've got to be so so careful as well because. It is. It isn't nice to talk about, and like everything in this podcast, me and you have said today, it's, uh, we're not trying to dig anyone out. We're not trying to yeah. do anything like that. We just, we, we, we just want to discuss because it's such a peculiar case. It's not like, it's not like anything. This, well, well I suppose you've obviously got other cases, but this was massive, and the, the, I think because the media grabbed it so early, they just ran with it, and. I, I think it's quite a sad sight when you see people's careers tarnished from this. Yeah. Because Morris, by all accounts, was a fantastic investigator. And he was dragged into this because he was intrigued himself. But we do not know what went behind, what went off behind those doors. We do not know. We do not know. And, you know, for all the tense and purpose of it, she could, that the, the lady... The lady now, or the girl in the in the thing, has come out and said, yeah. "She's, you know, she's she's almost sort of taking the the onus off of him." Yeah, yeah. 
I think though, though, like you say that, I know Morris sad, Morris has sadly passed away. Um, but it's quite a sad thing to think that this is a person whose career in the paranormal field will always be remembered by that. It won't be remembered by the hundreds of investigations prior to that. It will end of him being in the investigator that did the Enfield haunting in the seventies. But I always, I sort of, we can, you know, if, you know, let's put that in, into a modern day. Yeah. Um, you know, Derek Akora. Yeah, exactly. I think when he first started, yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And that one little bit of, how would you put, you know, was it, yeah. did he do it on purpose? Didn't yeah. he do it on purpose? Yeah. Was it the media that was getting too much for him yeah. that he had to do it? Yeah. And then, you know, how he went from being there, yeah. coming down very quickly yeah. on that one, yeah. that one thing. And it's like, yeah. this, 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 this paranormal field can do that to you. Yeah. 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 I think as well, um, about uh, Richard Felix on the podcast, and I, I did bring up to him about Derek, but I think with Derek, he had such a charisma about him. I know Mar- Mar- Morris was an investigator through and through, same yeah. as Derek, but Derek, you, with Derek, you hung on with every word he said, his, his yeah. mannerisms, his actions were fantastic, and he, he cared about what he did. He loved what he did. Yes, I'm, I totally agree. And he was... It, Let's be honest, there is stigma behind being a paranormal investigator because obviously people think, oh, it's loads of old uh, crap and things like that. And it's, but he took pride in it. And I think the thing is, with, 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 with the paranormal world and things like that, if you don't believe, you don't believe. But if you do, embrace it. Embrace, because yeah. ghosts have been going around for hundreds of years, thousands of years, in fact. Obviously, the, the well, I, I spoke to Richard and said, like, the height of people's interest was, he said to me that most haunted back in the day was getting more views than The Simpsons. So you can't, yeah. you can't, you can't tell me that people don't care. I, I, it, 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 this is, I don't care. I don't, you know, I'd, I'd argue with anyone to their blue in the tooth to yeah. this comment I'm going to say is most haunted. Is probably what every company and every paranormal investigator out there now yeah. has based their self on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know they they, they can say no and they can say it's not we a bad do it thing, like though. this. It's, this is a thing. But it's not it's a bad not thing. It's not a bad thing. It's you know it's it's a little bit like that. You know, same with the Morris story. Mm. They've got so far down the line now. Yeah. That they can't go back. No. No. Do you know? No. And you know that you know if they are faking things and doing yeah. things it's because people the expectance of the people watching the program yeah. need that and that's a good way to good way to bring that up because that do you think that's what happened with the investigation that it started yeah. off it started off really high tempo with a lot of activity going off and then it probably died off and then the girls probably thought you know what we'll cook up some trouble and we'll make it happen again and they carried it out for two years yeah and i you know and i you know, and plus the money, the money yeah. side of things. I reckon the money back then was astronomical. Yeah. They, yeah. they, you know, if they lived in a, yeah. you know, a council property, they could have had their house bought, or, you know, yeah. anything that would have kept them going for two years yeah. could have really helped. And that, you know, they've used it for their own gain. Yeah. Which, uh, to be honest, I think if anyone was in their situation, they'd have done the same. 
yeah, I think I, I think if you know, I'd like to know what you know. There was definitely money changed hands, even if yeah. the, the reports and the yeah. classified, if there was money that was changed hands by the media. Yeah, definitely. it has to be. Yeah. Now, what would that be in this day and age? You know, if it was, mm. if we started, you know, finding contortioned pictures like yeah. that. Yeah. Now, you know, you'd have a lot of people saying it's fake, 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 but you yeah. would have the occasional person that would take that up. Yeah. And the money that would be, you know, um, you, you know, you'd say the tabloids, you know, like the sun and the mirror. Yeah. Would you, you would, especially if it happened in that house again? Yeah. If it went back to that house and this started to happen again, I think mm. you'd see a big case against it again. Yeah. I really do. It would be interesting. And I think that, I think it is so hard. It's so hard to discuss. But I think, I think the best way to end it, and I think the way we'll end it today, is that if you, if, if you could have done anything differently with that investigation, how would have you done it personally? Me? Yeah. It would have been media out of it. Yeah. And that would be, that would be my... Yeah. My, my sort of you know but, if you want me to investigate it yeah there's no media until the end yeah. until i've got all the facts yeah all the evidence well can i ask you a crafty question what no, if, I was, if i was a, me- a news reporter and i came up to you and said right if you let me in on it i'll give you 50 grand at well, this present time yes but <laughs> 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 um it would no i would probably say uh, you know i'm quite a serious yeah Yes, yeah. money talks. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but if I don't want to sit here and say yes, I would take money or no, I wouldn't take money no. because you don't know what circumstances. You, know, you know that would be me lying because money talks. You you put yeah. a wad of cash in front of anyone's face, yeah, their heads will be turned. Of course it would. But it's what I would try and do is make sure that I've got a beginning, a middle, and an end yeah. before the media was involved. Yeah. So it wasn't them following me an investigation. Mm. I just give them my notes. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Which I think if they wanted to, that's, yeah. you know, yeah. and that would also go with the family. Yeah. We do house investigations and we have people, you know, people email us and ring us up and say, we think our properties and that's down on the family. Do you yeah. know? It's, it's... Well, well just, I think we'll end it there then. So sorry. Um, if you, have you been to someone's house? where they say they've experienced paranormal activity and you've just been one-on-one with the family? Yes. yes. Were you able to talk about it or? Um, is it? Well, I can mention, I say, I can mention, you know, I can mention a story, but just mention no names. Yeah, yeah, no names, no names. Yeah, just, I just um, like to hear what, what actually. We, we had uh, an email come through yeah. of a gentleman. Yeah. He, he couldn't sleep. He couldn't, he just, he was having strange things happen, doors banging, banging up the stairs and everything. Yeah. He contacted us. Yeah. He, he was in a real tiz was on the phone when I spoke to him. Yeah. You could hear him. Yeah. You know, he, his grandson wouldn't go round to the property yeah. because he was frightened. Mm. Um, and he just says, what I want to do, sir, is I can come to your property and I can investigate your property. Mm. But it's what I don't want you to do is I don't want you to make this decision on the phone call. Yeah. So I said, I will not, I will not answer the phone to you for the next 24 hours. Yeah. You've got to sit on this 
Yeah. And then tell me what you want. It's a very good mindset to have. Um, and that's how I did it. And then we went round there. And it was a little bit like the story of the Enfield house, you know, the Enfield yeah. hauntings, that is all it was, was there was a elderly couple that lived yeah. in the property. Yeah. And he he died in the property, hmm. but his wife was taken away to die in a hospice. Right, okay. And he couldn't find her. Yeah. And has and as you were saying, he was getting very restless. Restless. And it yes. he didn't harm anybody. Yeah. He just made himself known mm. to little children that mm. were frightened. Yeah. He never touched them, he never harmed them. No. Um or anything like that. And yeah. even to the you know, even to the gentleman in question that was you know, whose property it was now. Yeah. He said, I used to lay in bed and I could see the shadow walk across the door and it was pace. Yeah. And it was all Worry. just because he couldn't find his wife in spirit. Yeah. And we just, we, all we did was just connected them both. Yeah. And I, to be fair, this was about a year ago. Yeah. Towards, no, I'm not saying a year ago, nine months ago. Yeah. And I had a really nice message from him about, about a month ago, and he yeah. said, "I, you know, thank you so much. I've had no more trouble since." Fantastic. And that, you know, that's what. Yeah. Uh, but he he was worried that he was worried that I was going to turn up in like the Ghostbusters car, <laughs> was going to hit yeah. on our back and everything. Yeah. He said, "How'd you turn up?" I said, "Mate, I'm a normal person. Yeah, I just bring myself a notepad, yeah, and a couple of gadgets, and I bring a couple members of my team, yeah. and I always take a couple of members, and one of them." We, we're never all the same. We're never like, it's not male, 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 or female, female, female. Yeah. It's either two male, two female. Yeah. It has to be because within spirit, they like to talk, you know, you might yeah. find a spirit that will only talk to a woman. Yeah. And that would be very hard for me to sit there and say, well, I, I can't talk to him because he's not wanting to talk to me and mm-hmm. I've got no female presence there. Yeah. No, that's very interesting. I think uh, so, that's a perfect way to end it. Um, Thanks. It's always a pleasure, Russ, to have you on. Um, no Russ, problem. Russ did the first podcast with me. And that, to be honest, with, when, when I had Russ on, he kept, he, honestly, I couldn't have anyone better on with me. He, was, he calmed me down. He calmed. He's a he, very good storyteller. And if, if anyone's listening to this in the Essex area, in the London area, I know, do you know, plug any ghost hunts in the near future? I would say we just go onto the website, guys, www.essexghosthunters.co.uk and everything on there. And obviously our Facebook, social media and all that. Um, you can follow us on there, guys. So fantastic. We're just a little old team from Essex. That's all we are. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Cheers. Bye. Take care.